After this, he felt his career was being intentionally shit-canned in order to hide his fears. <laughs> whose words are that? Is that your words? Or his they're, words? They're, they're, you just try and slip in shit-canned in the okay. middle and expect no reaction. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called... The Unexplained Legends. For years, people have claimed that the US government has been in possession of secret alien crafts. But one man claims to have proof. This week on Unexplained Legends, the UFO whistleblower. Uh, welcome, listeners, to this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. I'm Roger O'Sullivan, and with me, as always, is... Dennis Boilerplate Len, which actually doesn't mean what I wanted to mean, but I'm very hot. And together we are the Unexplained Legends. Uh, Dennis, uh, before we kick off, I better better let the listeners in on... Um, on a big change that happened in my life. They won't this week. they won't believe it. Like I'm not I'm I've nothing to complain about this week. Nothing. No. Right? Except the heat maybe, but you Whoa, yes. you, you won. So I'll tell you this. Um I'm very fit. I'm very fit. I exercise a lot. You were on the you were in men's health before they described your diet, weren't they? What you having for breakfast yeah, again? For breakfast, uh just black coffee. Yeah. Black coffee, then three steroid injections <laughs> in brackets <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, uh, i actually just brew the coffee as i'm do as i'm sticking myself with the steroid injections um and then i have um i have half a lab-grown cow because i'm vegetarian oh nice cool um, what do you do with the other half the other half i throw it in the bin <laughs> I, I, i'm vegetarian but i'm not i don't uh, it's not i'm not very waste conscious but even uh, with all that um, genetically modified cows that were grown in a lab yeah. all those steroids that you take all that black yeah. coffee that you take just like Ian Thorpe what, yeah. ha- what happened to you Rog? what happened Dennis I was undone right by the wilds I fractured my ankle I'm, I've been booted he's wearing a giant boot as you can probably hear in thunderous plonk there as he hits it next to the microphone it's a massive boot some would call it I think I think the thing is right. I'm not going to call it. That. I was going to call it. What would some call it? Oh, somebody some would call it? call it the boot of shame. All right. Somebody would call it. The boot oh, of shame. would they? Right. Or would they call it the boot of pride? All right. I think I think it's unfair when hospitals hand these things out right and give you a big massive boot to walk around in. Give you give the patients two boots. Like just give oh, them really? two boots. So at least when they're walking around, people are like, "Is that a fashion statement? Are they just like you know? Are they a mech warrior now? What's going on? When you've got one boot." So, I will tell you, right, a few things. You also mentioned I got a haircut. Right? I, I did, <laughs> yeah. Now, the reason I did that is because I knew I'd be going into work Monday morning, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought, here's what I'll do. I'll get a haircut at the same time. That way, people won't know which to bring up. That's an excellent move. Out. Yeah, yeah, they can't see each other out. I can tell you, not a single person brought up the haircut. <laughs> I said it didn't. <laughs> And you're stomping it with that yoke. That's the same logic as that guy, and it's a true story, about that guy who shot himself in the foot with a nail gun. And then to have the pain, he shot himself in the head. No, he did survive. Oh! But, but he basically shot himself. I've seen the x-rays of it. I, th- I think it's not quite the same. Um, I think it's pretty much the exact same. The, but, you no, know. no. 
Uh, so I mentioned this. I mentioned this to my. So I fractured my ankle. That's what's happened here. Uh, it will be six to eight weeks mending. Yeah. Um, one thing I'll say is I'm trying to uh, body hack myself. Okay, implants. To, uh, no, not implants. I'm getting an ass implant. No, <laughs> uh, I today I bought twenty pounds worth of vitamins. Okay. Uh, twenty pounds worth of vitamins, and I've been mainlining milk. Yeah. Just like straight from the bottle. full fat. It's, yeah, well, it's actually that stuff that Jersey milk I told you about, non-homogenized. So if it's even more than full fat, <laughs> it's just curdled it's like milk. Fat. Yeah, it just has lumps of fat in it. Ah, oh. it's delicious, right? Um, so I've been having that. I'm trying to biohack myself. But I told this. I told this to my friends. Right? What happened is I was jogging in the park, right? Tripped on like a rabbit hole type thing mm-hmm. in the park. Um, now immediately. My girlfriend's first response was to go and look uh, if we could claim, right, uh, of against course, the yeah, council. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, unfortunately, uh, ca- if it was on a uh, pavement, I could have done it. But, but it you were on, on what, like greenery. a pitch or something? I was on, yeah, I was on like green, green. Could you, could you have um, sued the local club, maybe taken their fundraising money or something? Uh, well, I was, a- I was aiming to do that. But then they were actually shut down last year by a billionaire who bought the, <laughs> oh, bought the club to, okay. to mine oil in uh, the, uh, in, 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 uh, behind the near side goal. So that was that was an old he, His legal team are going to be insane, so there's no point yeah, in approaching Yeah, there's him. no point. Uh, but I'm currently in the process of uh, suing rabbits. Okay, great. Uh, I, yeah, and I've so far, they've been, you'll be surprised by this, they've been very forthright. They, they're not afraid of it at all. How many cases uh, are you bringing against? Like, how many people are you bringing against, rabbit-wise? Uh, well, I've, I've uh, tried to do a class action lawsuit, mm-hmm. just in the background. That's from, like, generic stuff. Like, let's say people getting diabetes from eating um, stuff that the Caramel bully, Bunny <laughs> sold. You know, that's, okay. like, general... That's, like, overall... I have like, to oh, say, I will draw a line if you start... Um, ragging on the caramel bunny who to be honest was probably the biggest sexual awakening for most people in ireland and the uk well you 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 won't be happy with this dennis she's actually representing the rabbits oh for god's sake so i will see her in court and uh, as you know in this country that we're in there they can't video inside courts so the courtroom artist will have to do a drawing a representation yeah but so you're done then though right because what if the caramel bunny stands up and she's gonna like summarize the case and she just starts saucily eating a bit of chocolate well, you're sunk. Dennis, oh, well, I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. But wait till you hear who I have representing me. God, you won't believe this. Your friend of mine, the tortoise. The tortoise? No way. He's, he's back, back, is he? Vengeance. He is. He's, he's back. fucking back. He never lost the drive. He's he, back. he he said he's in this for the long haul, and he he came in. To, well, I shouldn't tell you this because there's legal counsel between me and him. But he came he came in close, and he said, hey, "Listen, <laughs> because I've I've drugged them all." Sleeping pills, a lot of them. Because <laughs> if this goes the way of the race, uh, we're, we're golden. Do you think that woodpecker lad will be in? Uh, I'd say he could. I'd say, do you know what? If I was to guess, surprise witness. I'd say, to be honest, <laughs> if she calls you a postie during any of the trial, you'll call the whole case off. Oh, anyway, look, the sunstruck, sunstruck, yeah. the sunstruck has set in to us, I think, a little bit. Um, what are we doing this week? <laughs> the, this week, Dennis, we are doing... We're doing uh, prob- a very surprising one, I think. Or, or like, well, unique, let's say. Okay. Because we're actually doing something plucked from the headlines. We're really? topical. We're gone topical. Yeah, we've gone topical. We've gone topical. Oh, are we doing the UFO thing? We are. We UAP, are. <laughs> what that could be. Uh, we are doing the 
UFO slash UAP government whistleblower, US government whistleblower. I have never felt so stupid in all my life and during the week when I told a person who was in mm-hmm. my family, mm-hmm. they said UFO and I said, you know, you actually have to say UAP now. And it didn't even <laughs> respond to me. They, it just actually didn't even talk back to me. They just they, ignored me and left. My, I had a similar exchange with my brother once and he had the best response I've ever come across where he said, it's political correctness gone mad. <laughs> The, which um, I, I love misattributing that. Uh, the, oh, just before we actually kick off, right, um, I'm worried about what might happen when we delve into this. Why? What, what, because, why have you uncovered or something? Well, one of, uh, one of my friends, one of my close friends, when I suggested to them, um, the, I don't know if I should say his name in case he's also going to get in trouble. What if he's a narc? He's probably a narc. No, he's not a narc. He's not a narc. I, I know him very well, right? I'll just use... I'll use uh, uh, a code name I have for him, Kenna, right? He um, he suggested that what that this my ankle was actually a government orchestrated attack. That they knew my route from the. In fact, they knew my route from the. Uh, well, he doesn't know if it's government or if it's AI, but whatever it is, I'm too close to the... To yeah, the but I've, my route. I've told you this, right? For a man who's involved in so many conspiracies, you are a creature of habit. I've told you to always mix up your route back. What, Dennis, 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 that's what they want you to think. Why, well, are you double uh, bluffing them? Yeah, I am. And like I told you before, the there's listen, there's no way that they could get me... Right between my running around in dangerous areas and my cleaning of antique nooses that I collect, uh, just there's a, no way. Just imagine a guy, a couple of guys inside the van. What's he doing now? He's in his room and he's shopping for guitars. What's Still? he doing now? He's in his room and he's shopping for guitars. He's meeting a man in a train station. What's he getting? Guitars. Has he got that camera out again? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this week we're doing the revelations that have been brought forward by the the powers that be. NASA and stuff, I assume. I don't really know the ins and outs of it because I avoided it deliberately so you could give me the news at some stage. That's convenient. Convenient that you would avoid it deliberately, but also, I'm sure, didn't open any of the articles. Well, well, yeah. You see, like... (laughs) It's just the perfect ploy of never doing my homework because I'm not allowed yeah. to do my homework. The it it, it is it, it is exactly like like a teacher going nobody do your homework tomorrow and you got golden I'll do that. <laughs> we're t- we're talking about a man right called David Grush. David Grush and he's in the news recently because he's come forward and he's claimed that the U.S. government, believe it or not, I do believe it, have definitive proof of extraterrestrial life and before we get into this is he saying that this is a recent thing or are we going back to roswell oh dennis but this goes way deeper than roswell deeper but, poten- but potentially we'll say at least as, as back as <laughs> as far back as roswell <laughs> but mostly roswell but mostly roswell <laughs> all right i think i'm ready to um to get the info from you Okay, on the back of that then, we'll crack on with the lamestream narrative. For years, there have been rumours about the United States of America being in possession of extraterrestrial materials, which they've been withholding from the public. Participating in a decades-long campaign 
of deception and misinformation. On the more tame end of these accusations is that the American government may be in possession of some kind of extraterrestrial material resulting from perhaps a meteor collision. Two, the the more well-known theory that they're in fact in possession of a downed craft, along with potentially that craft's erstwhile inhabitants. Well, you see, I'm going to tell you now, Raj, I've seen the cadaver from Roswell. Have you seen the cadaver from Roswell? Uh, like in up close, or do you mean like in, in pictures and stuff? In pictures and stuff. I'd never be able to afford a ticket out there when I was nine. Yeah. But but no, I've seen it. I've seen the picture of of these um, aliens on the on the slab at Roswell. It's probably one of the first. That, that's, Roswell, I think, is the first thing, along with mm-hmm. X Files, that I was ever in interested in in terms of aliens and stuff. I have a floppy disk out there somewhere, right? A red floppy disk that has Whoa. Roswell pictures and information on it that could bring down. I mean, a small village. <laughs> it could bring down a Pentium 2 computer. <laughs> it would bring the world of Pentium 2 to its knees. Where did, those, where did those pictures come from that are the pictures of the aliens? So, that's a good question. And I, <laughs> you've actually asked me something that I do know the answer to. Nice. Which is, there's... Uh, so, there's... Stop me if you've heard of this one before. There's uh, two branches to this. Mm-hmm. There's so, well, actually, there's three. Put a, put a third branch. Add it in a third branch. Because I guess the first we'll, one... Well, we leave space for a fourth and a fifth, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. First branch, right? First branch is that it's just real. They're real videos. Okay. Right? I haven't seen videos. No, I've only seen photographs, oh, I think. They're real photos. and, and okay. video- Most of those photos are photos uh, from, like, still frames from the videos. Right. That's one. Uh what a lot of people that believe it or not even people in the ufo community they're not actually very sold on that right well some of them are right but the other branch is that supposedly the actual footage was destroyed or misplaced and that what we've seen is a recreation made by people that saw the original footage as told in the documentary film starring Anton Deck, Alien Autopsy. That is an incredible, incredible line. Is that where that... I've never seen that movie. Have you seen the Anton Deck movie? Oh, I have, yeah. Scared the shit out of me. Does your man's forehead play um, like the alien or... <laughs> no, they, uh, they actually CGI that smaller for the movie, for the big screen. It keeps hitting the boom mics. But what's yeah. the story with the... With that, is that actually based on that theory, or is that just a that little, is, no, little no, yarn? that is based on that theory. That's the, the so the people I think that were that popularly um, spread that that movie. I think that 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 is uh, that movie is somewhat based on their true story, where they claim that they that they faked the alien autopsy video, but that they faked it based on a real video that they got and was destroyed. So, so they weren't even actually there. They're not like recreating it from their eyewitness account. They're recreating a video that they saw. They're making a yeah. video of a video from memory. Yes, yes. that's solid. Yes, it is. It's what's <laughs> it's what's known in the business as a lossless medium. It, do, it doesn't uh, it, it doesn't lose any information in the processing between those steps. the The final one is the final like branch of that as well is that that's it's just was intentionally made. Like it was a fake, an intentional fake to trick people or dupe people. 
Um, what would be asked, the point in faking people? Um, faking the, people? I don't think that's a phrase, but you get <laughs> what I mean. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, tricking people is uh, to just freak them out. All right, so like a, a big hoax, but it's not like a government kind of, <laughs> you know, it's not like a government fake, if you know what I mean, like um, to draw attention away from something else. Uh, you know, it could be, could be, could you, be. You know what I was thinking, right? this might sound a little bit silly, but I don't think people think about these things. If you were an alien, right, and you got caught in a hop, mm-hmm. right, so you're like caught, you're down on earth. Yeah. Every time that they would come in and take a video of you or take a picture of you, you just have to do something really human to discredit it. So oh, like, like if, if they came in and you, and you just started twerking as an alien or like mm. you were just shouting something to them, you know, like you could just, if you just acted in any way human, which I, I assume they could. It just w- like sipping a cup of tea. Yeah, it would, be, it would be really hard. Or like sipping a cup of tea when the camera comes in and goes, oh fuck, and throw away the cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. It'd be really easy to, to discredit it. Hmm. I, or do you know what they could do is they come in and the alien starts telling facts that they've seen on QI. And everyone just starts rolling their eyes and they go, turn the camera off. Come on. <laughs> Put him no. back onto the fucking spaceship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, would, what would happen actually these days, though? I think it'd be interesting. If aliens did come down, how mm. would you prove it to some people? I don't think, I think loads of people wouldn't believe it. Would never well, believe it. it. Well, it's, it's a different QI host. So it would be like a different vibe to the facts <laughs> they're giving out. Yeah, uh, yeah. But getting away from the QI thing, the QI oh, example. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, just yeah. The, well, I, I have thought about this. Um, and I think, I, th- I actually think we should bring this up at the end. If you, put it, if you don't mind putting a pin in okay, that. Okay, I'll put a pin in that. Because I, I think that's a really great point of the idea of it's tied into all of this disclosure stuff and information coming out and i i think we should delve into that in the theories okay there's, let's a, do there's it. a few things that uh, intersect with that so dennis right although due to the sensitive nature of this information uh due to the sensitive information of uh these supposed crafts there's no chance of it ever reaching the public that was until on the 5th of june 2023, when a former intelligence officer... Hold the fucking phone here now. The 5th of June? Yeah. That's about seven days ago, if my maths are correct and are not. Yeah, 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 it was, yeah. Well, the, actually, depending well, on when you're yeah. listening to this. Yeah, it won't be when they're listening to this, but but yeah, they, they know, they know, right? The uh, former intelligence officer, David Charles Grosh, 36 years old, by the way, uh, he turned whistleblower and came forward and confirmed these accusations that the US government cont- had extraterrestrial crafts. Do you think that these reports, like, I think, were they from Europe, from the Europe kind of space agency or something? Did they come out recently or was it the whole lot of them? Was it NASA? What? That they, they basically came out and said, like, they, they said, oh, we we're going to reveal some things about UAPs, about, like, uh, seeing them. Or, oh, they're looking into them and stuff. Yeah, our reports, we are actively looking into them. There are some phenomena we can't explain, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. But then they definitively said, we have absolutely no proof of aliens out there do you think that this is like them rushing to say like oh we have to get out before this guy discloses it i'd never thought about that because i just think of them as being constantly engaged in active disinformation Mm. so maybe i've missed that element but i think that there is a chance that maybe maybe that stuff coming out and him seeing us being peddled a load of bullshit maybe that prompted him Wait, where does this fit into though? I know, like, we can't do this all the time, right? But like, where does this fit into with the moon landing and stuff? Oh, shut up! Right? 
<laughs> How does that Please. work? That, no, put that's listen. All right, put that, a big pin in it and why, throw it into the why bin. Why do you? Why do you even? Why do you even bring it up? Right? Because <laughs> how you dare up, you? You brought up something. You brought up something that was exactly in line with what we were talking about. And I told you we don't have enough bandwidth right now to look at, to look into that. We'll talk about it at the end of the podcast. Then you ask me. You basically ask me because you know what's happening in my head now. You basically asked me, were the UFOs involved in the moon landing? Were were they helping out? Yeah, no. Back to back to reality, right? We were all studying the yeah. ship, right? You know, before when you used to get like saving stamps in school, do you mm-hmm. think if you still had a couple of books of them, they'd be worth money, or are they gone now? Oh, uh, do you know what? Actually, uh, you might not know this, but they uh, they all were devalued because they were based off the currency of a com- of a country called Stamponia, and uh, <laughs> after the collapse of the Soviet Union, Stamponia. They lost their, their main trading partner. So I'm afraid they're actually worth nothing now. What you should really be getting into if you want to invest in stuff is the Shrek standard, which are these commemorative Shrek, Shrek coins. But it's, um, not like, it's not like a, an altcoin here. You're not shilling an altcoin, are you? No, no, it's a physical coin, and it's, it's minted by the British Mint. Oh, like uh, a commemorative one, like for yes, the Queen yes. and stuff. A commemorative one of Shrek's coronation. And where are they selling them? They're, you can buy them online. I'll send you a link. Oh, nice. Okay. Because I, I, I live, I live quite close to Shrek's Adventure. If you want to pick up some, <laughs> uh, do you know what? Uh, you won't believe this, but they actually don't sell them there. They don't. You won't get. You won't believe this. They actually have nothing to do with each other. Those two Shreks. Uh, anyway, uh, do you know? Do you know what's great? You just nearly called me Dave for a start. Yeah, right? I did. But I was looking at this. <laughs> anyway, David. Anyway, David. Wait, wait, come can on. I ju- can I just say, right? This is the episode that we've decided to fuck our own most on. When, basic, when a guy has basically said six days ago that yeah, aliens yeah, are there. Yes. So we'll stop. We'll stop fucking around now, right? We have to get more serious, right? David Grosh, who led a UAP research team within the United States Defense Department, claims that while he was working on the task force, he became privy to some alarming knowledge. He was informed that the US government was in fact in possession of a craft of non-human origin, and it was intentionally withholding this information from Congress. Alarmed by this blatant in, uh, withholding of intelligence, Grush attempted to turn over classified information on these crafts to individuals within Congress, only for his revelations to be met with derision. After this, he felt his career was being intentionally shit-canned in order to hide <laughs> his fears. And whose words are that? Is that your words? Or his they're, words? They're, they're, you just try and slip in shit cans in the okay. middle of it and expect no okay. reaction. Okay, right, okay. <laughs> right, I, I'd be lying to you if I said that's a quote. Okay? But that's definitely, that's definitely what, you what he felt. You can't, like, you can't, or what, like, what do you say? Like, you can't put that into his words that he's saying intentionally shit can. We need that's, to... If, if you should make a new podcast called Shit Canned. That is such but, a great word. But that's that's you know that's what they always say in like Veep and and the, or like the West Wing. Don't shit can me on this. You know I'm gonna my career is gonna be shit canned. So is I that really something they say? I I've never watched those shows, but I assume <laughs> I assume. <laughs> so right. So to get past shit canning, right? In the wake of this, right? In the wake of his shit canning. He made the tough decision in April of this year to leave his post after 14 years of working within the government to specifically do what he felt was right and turn whistleblower. 
And just to give us the time frame of that, right? Is that is his first time coming whistleblowing six days ago? Like, or has he been working on it for years? Um, like, th- th- when did he leave the government and stuff? So, he left the government in April. All right, so it's all incredibly recent. Yeah, so I can give you a little bit of a of a play a play by play of events. Yeah, or, or my my impression of it. Okay, is <laughs> that's, well, that's well, the same as on. as the truth, though. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's parallel to the truth. Perfect, <laughs> it'll, yeah. It will get you to the same place. You'll just be a tiny bit off. <laughs> be a hundred miles off. <laughs> yeah. So, right, this is... he. He's worked for the government for 14 years, right? He's a government man through and through. He believes in the government. That's why he was so appalled when he saw that the US government was um, withholding this information from Congress. So what was the first thing he did? He took it to Congress to say all oh, this information the, the government has the the Defense Department this information about these crafts and it's keeping them keeping them from uh, Congress. And Congress Roger, like, have you have you just read a Tom Clancy book? Is that what's after happening? No, you, no, you've mistaken it for fact. No, this is one hundred percent true. The this is this is this is why this is so insane, right? He took it to Congress and Congress shit canned him, like I said. And <laughs> He, so he was hoping that he could amend it by, by going through the processes within the instruments, the apparatus of, of the U.S. state. But in fact, all that happened was it hurt his career and he could see he was on a trajectory of being, um, you know, intentionally... Shit-canned. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, there's no better word for it. He was being shit-canned. And then he stayed in the government still for, for a year or two you know, trying to... Um, it would be better if I had an exact timeline for that. But he reconciled... He was just like... Himself. He was hanging around. He was yeah. like, wasn't working out for him. Reconciling within himself as to what he'd do next. And eventually he made the decision that he'd leave the government and actually turn whistleblower. And now he's out. And that's that's what's happening at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah. He's gone whistleblower. Just to touch on the Tom Clancy aspect of things there, or, mm. or like uh, especially kind of John Grisham as well. There's fantastic yeah. books that are definitely written by them and not ghostwriters. The worst Tom Clancy book I've ever read, right, which could be any of them, but the worst one I read was the one that is, honest to God, it's about a submarine, but from the perspective of an actual submarine. Of a submarine. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but it's useless. It's probably called the submarine or something. But the submarine protocols. I was reading it like it was an introduction. Do you know? Like, uh, like it was, it, I was like, oh, this is like a, an interesting creative introduction to the book where it's pretending it's a submarine. And it was like, no, he, just, he was pretending he was a submarine for the entire thing. Was, was, he, was he like, was he like, oh, my, um, my, oh, what, what, what do you well, call like, it? Well, he was, he was like, oh, my rudder was stiff when yeah, I woke what, up in the morning. Yeah, what's the thing that goes up? We talked about it before. Periscope. My, my periscope. I raised my periscope. Yeah. I, I saw another potential submarine <laughs> yeah. mate. I yeah, flapped I, I, my, 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 <laughs> flapped my torpedo base. He, he was not only talking from the perspective of a submarine, but he was also writing the whole book in present tense. It was impossible to read. <laughs> that, that sounds like, um, that sounds like, he's, Tom Clancy is dead now. Yeah. Um, that sounds like, the first attempt of bringing like the AI version of his brain online. It sounds like he's um, just the the end of him. 
Like, as in he, yeah. hands, he hands in the draft and they're like, oh, Tom's, Tom's on the way out here. Like, we better download him. Yeah, I think we shouldn't have bothered. After they induced that coma, we shouldn't have let him keep writing. <laughs> so, um, so Dennis, right, we're up as far... So David, right, we're, we're up as far as him coming out and turning, turning whistleblower. What, what, like... Well, I don't get... You, you seem to have a bit of issue with the fact that he came out, like, only recently. No, I'm just. I think it's amazing that I just didn't think it, it would be this recent. That's all. Okay. I think that's. I think that's unreal. I just was trying to figure out whether or not he like left the government for ages and then came back and no, was no, whistleblower. No, no. Um, I think though the 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 problem with him now though is like I mean he's going to be ostracized surely. Well, I uh, you know I think you, I think you're probably right, but get this right in his initial statement after coming out as a whistleblower. He stated that the U.S. government and defense contractors had been recovering fragments of non-human crafts for years, and in some cases, even uncovering whole ships. And then, these, this is a direct quote. We are not talking about prosaic origins or identities, um, Crush said. The materials include intact and partially intact vehicles. The material is, in quotation marks, of exotic origin, meaning non-human intelligence, whether extraterrestrial or unknown in origin. Well, where are they getting all these spaceships from if they're um, capturing them intact? So, so, Dennis, it's going to blow your mind. Maybe they're taking some of these up. What do you mean, up where? Where are they going? What do you mean? Like, maybe they're digging them up. Maybe They're, they're digging there. them up? Yeah. Roger. Ancient aliens. Is he suggesting that? Well, no, he hasn't directly suggested that. But you asked me a question. But it sounded like he suggested that from what you said. No, you said, where are they getting these from? Okay, I'll, I'll rephrase it. Where does, where does Grosh think that they're getting it from? Um, military operations. The usual but, stuff. Crash landing. Being taken down. So, so crash landings. So they're just gobbling them up from there. Yeah. But they All could right. also be getting them from archaeological digs, like I just suggested. Well, I mean... We'll discuss that another time, probably towards the end of this podcast. But are there, like, they sound like they're falling over them. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they, they, can't, they can't build enough places to store when, them. Like. No, like, really, if you read his words, I'd say if they, if they only had three of them, that would really be enough to... No, it'd be impressive. I'm not, yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying it'd like, be impressive. <laughs> like, one, one of them's impressive, really, if we really think about it. It's not like one of them's a fluke, you know? It's it's oh. not like if we found one, we're like, well, we need another one really to tell us they if they exist. I don't know if this actually works as a thing because maybe mm. you have to be up to a certain kind of technological advancement for this thing that I'm about to present to work. So it might just yeah, fall yeah. in its arse. But like, if we about DVD players, if we brought a car back yeah. to I don't know the 1500s, okay, how long would it take them to figure out what's going on? Oh, um, a long time. Yeah. I think because so there's a few things going on there you're talking about like a petrol car mm-hmm. so they don't have the fuel there's more than a few things going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah they don't have the fuel instantly radio doesn't work that's a write off right they're, yeah. they're never they're never figuring out the radio right um, I think the wheels they're going to get you know they're going to have a fair idea of how they work yeah. I think I think the thing I think the thing that they'd be most likely to get from that, I don't think a combustion engine is probably unlikely they're going to be able to backwards engineer that 
too quickly. It's actually quite interesting, though, you make that point there, where they're like, okay, we can take the wheels, we can figure that out. Yeah. But that just shows that, like, if an alien craft did land here, and it would have to be really advanced, it would probably be so advanced ahead of us that we wouldn't even be able to identify what the stuff is. Do you know what it would be really funny, is if it crash-landed, and it was like, do you ever see that Da Vinci helicopter? Yes, yeah. It would be so funny if that's what they had. <laughs> 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 they're like no one's going to believe that this is alien um, but, but wait no I want to go back okay, to this I okay, think this is on, interesting so like with, you can they can identify the wheels yeah right they know that that, that is what's moving it at the, at the very least just yeah. by just by eyeballing it you could probably figure that out right and mm. um, they can tell by sitting into it probably that they're the seats well I was going to read you a quote from Grosh himself okay that specifically addresses what you said is he talking about them being extraterrestrial non-human in origin so he says this assessment is based on the vehicles morphology and material science testing and the possession of unique atomic arrangements and radiological signatures so they're saying that they in to some respects they're not even really recognizing the atomic arrangements here or or that they're incredibly exotic Okay, yeah. Okay, so in in my in my um, in my point there, I was probably really underestimating how they would test these things as well. <laughs> oh, you were thinking they would just be going around kicking it, you know, like thinking, yeah. "What the hell is this?" You're you're thinking that they're like they're just trying to they're like roadrunner style taking it <laughs> off at the top of a mountain over and over again, like the Red Bull race or something. You're picturing that they've given it to like some YouTuber who's like, "Okay, today I'm going to try try and get this UFO to work." Uh, all right cool so, so then they're like studying the compounds and stuff and mm-hmm. like the alloys and all this kind of stuff and then you've got all the words now i know yeah and and they're i'll be doing more crosswords and they're studying that and they're saying oh this is this is mental like how they yeah. make this up and then they'll just try and replicate that i assume yeah i think so try to like reverse engineer individual parts of it right mm. now, so dennis right despite all this information which grush came forward with there are still of course skeptics and naysayers but even the most ardent skeptics had been shocked by the announcement of the u.s house of representatives that they believe these claims have a high degree of credibility and in fact plan to hold a full hearing on the matter potentially even beginning an investigation in order to confirm whether mr grush's statements are true or not pending an outcome right pending the outcome of the investigation they may even demand the U.S. Defense Department to turn over any suspected information on these objects. When did they come out and say that? Last week. That is mad. Yep. So, who controls the House at the moment? Uh, oh, is it Republicans? Me. I think uh, it's Republicans. Yeah. Did, they, did they get it? I can't remember. Who cares? Anyway. Um, they're all the same. They're all the same. Um, Warhawks. But anyway, um, so the Republicans or whoever the hell are the Democrats, right? What, what do you think is their motive? What's their motivation for getting that information released? Uh, so, I think it's like multifold. Because uh, I think that there's some people... There are, there are, like, there are a lot of people in the US government who, um, who do just believe, ardently believe in UFOs. So they want okay. this information out there. There are other people who I think you would get people that 
rightly so, whether this information is true or not, what scares them is the idea of information being withheld. Okay, yeah. So, and I think some of it as well will probably go down to like money being spent on this. That is, yes, yeah, kind of uh, off the budget. Yeah. So, yeah, you a lot of people are just very much like, oh, the classic government overspend. I, I believe I believe that that's probably a lot of people yeah, are actually yeah. are, are like trying to say, well, how much money has been spent on this fucking thing? Yeah, they're like, listen, I don't care, I don't care if they're from Timbuktu or if they're from Jupiter. I'm not spending another dollar of my tax money on <laughs> on supporting these damn non-Americans, <laughs> <laughs> these aliens. Yeah. Um, so I think it's quite cool as well, right? Because I think this goes back to some um, mad thing you said before as well about like what, them staging ma- an alien invasion. Ma- I was going about to use a, a word, that, a word pen, thing. That ma- pen in that. Pen again. Pen in that, pen in that. I've just come up with a great sitcom idea. Pens. Just come up with a great sitcom idea before we crack into the theories. And I am trademarking copywriting this, right? And I'm, mm-hmm. getting, I'm getting a draft of this up and running for when they eventually reveal that UFOs are real, right? You've heard of the phrase illegal alien, common yeah. phrase in America. My sitcom legal alien right and it's a ufo or sorry it's, it's an alien that crash landed in uap taken in by the u.s government and what they've what they've done is they're kind of they're effectively almost putting him in like witness protection they have to hide him in plain sight because mm-hmm. the government the deep state itself is coming after him so he kind of fish out of water type thing has to live in like us as a kind of a what what would you like in our new new york oh well okay fine it can be i was thinking like basically imagine friends but one of them's an alien but yeah we can oh. put the, we can put them in suburbia as well i mean i'm easy I'm, i was more only, i was more everybody loves raymond type sitcom that's okay yeah yeah the only thing i'm i'm really tied to is the name the name stays the same everything else even the inclusion of him being a ufo that's up for grabs does he retrain as a lawyer i really pictured him like working in like a let's say a convenience store well, you see i wanted to really hammer home the legal alien part no no that's not that's not part of it just legal alien as in like he's, yeah. he's legal because the government has said he's no, legal. But yeah because the tension that you get is he in, <laughs> he ends up working with all of these like uh undocumented uh migrant workers yeah um in the maybe he's escaped from the government and maybe he's hiding out with them and the, the whole like the core the heart of the show is the fact that he's he's anxious about being found but they're all anxious about being found what, what what are they all aliens who live in the family? No, or, or no, the he's family? he's the only alien, and he's living with a bunch of like uh, he's he's actually living with a bunch of migrant workers. In, a, in okay, America. what what happens in the situation then where he like gets with someone? They what don't do know mean? he's an alien. Um, that's just that's just classic fish out of water romance. Um, I I would like to you to think about this as well. How long do you think it would take from aliens landing on Earth? to a human having sex with an alien. Ten. <laughs> Depends who meets him as well. Yeah, yeah. Ten minutes. I'd say quick shower condom. Let's get All this right. going. <laughs> quick shower condom. All right, here yeah. we go. <laughs> the, uh, so, Dennis, right, before we crack on with the theories, whether or not Grush's statements will result in disclosure remain to be seen. But one thing is sure, whether or not we are alone in the universe remains until this day unexplained. 
All right, before we get into the theories, I think I need yeah. to recap this a tiny bit. So this Grosh guy came out um, last week, right? Yeah. And he said, I have, I believe that the government, the US government, have aliens, have alien craft, and are hiding it from the public, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool, right? Uh, the US House of Representatives then came out and announced that we're hopefully going to launch an investigation into this to see what's happening from this whistleblower Grosh, mm-hmm. right? But what evidence has he brought forward? Or does he have any kind of like thing in his back pocket, any ace up his sleeve? Or is it all just his word against the government? Because I don't, like, you know, I'm no history buff, but that doesn't work out very well most so of the time. he's done this through, I heard somebody refer to it as, he's done it through all the official channels. So he does oh. the documentation and stuff, but this is all gone. This is, this is done through the exact same channels as like if you, heard, if, if you, I don't know, if, like the Iran Contra, if you were coming forward with something like that, like this okay. is all done through the official channel. So I don't know what kind of documentation he has, but it's one hundred percent being taken seriously. So the information isn't lost. No, no. Well, but then if he, but then he can't reveal probably state secrets and stuff without, you know, yeah. because uh, like uh, not to get too serious, but like you see how that worked out for other so people. So this this might sound crazy, right? But the thing is. A lot of it is just his word. Mm. But the thing you have to understand is that this, that's taken as like much more sacrosanct if you are coming through the proper whistleblower. Like, like to a certain extent, all, almost all whistleblowers will be coming forward in this same process of a, it's my word versus, yeah. you know, versus the state. Because obviously the... You like you kind of touched on there. It's not like you can steal all this documentation. That's illegal in its own right. So even if you're stealing that to disclose it or whatever, you're going to be in your own kind of trouble. So he he's come out and he's gone through the proper processes, as if you might go through HR or something for like unfair dismissal. But all right, so they're almost compelled to investigate it then. Yeah. So like the, basically, the assessment at the moment is whether or not they think what he's come forward with is credible. Mm. And so far, they're. The all of the apparatus of the state is airing on the side of it's credible. All right, give us the theories. Okay, first theory: you're a friend of mine. It's real. It's real. Okay. It's real. It's real. It could be real. I don't know. Yeah. I think this is cool. This is this is going to be the first episode where there is absolutely definitely going to be a follow up episode. Like there has to be. Oh, you think and so? That, ep- that episode could go one of two ways. That could be a very boring episode where we say, oh, "Your man Grush." Made the whole thing up. Or second thing. Well, I suppose there's a couple other ones there. You'd never say that. You would say that he was shut down or something. Sure. Um, and Go second on. one, obviously, aliens are here. Uh, we've got... We're, we're right on the cusp of it. But we're probably all going to die. So, first one, it's real. Okay. Not much to be said on that. It's obvious. That's more um, of a wait and see point, I think, yeah, to be yeah. honest. Because, to, to be honest, at this moment, this is kind of like a, a news headline. Mm-hmm. But we don't really have the meat of it yet. Yeah. So, the next one. Is it's misinformation. Okay. Misinformation from who? From the government? So he's either he was intentionally fed misinformation, David Grosh. So there's misinformation within projects, within interdepartment projects that were, be, were being. So let's say they're developing a new ship. And then they, the, clo- the code names are based around, oh, it's extraterrestrial. And so that that way you can't, if you're within the government, you can't really leak that to the enemy, let's say. Isn't it more likely that 
he would be deliberately fed this misinformation, though. You know, well, not, that, well, it, not yeah, that he well, picked up on it wrong. Yeah, well, that's the other side of it. That's the other side of it. Is let's say they, like, I don't want to cast any aspersions, but let's say they, tar- let's say, let's say within the government, they've targeted Mr. Grush, and they see him as a high likelihood for whistleblowing, or like they see him as you know. Let, let's say they do even have information on. Mm. It's like a double bluff. They do have information on extraterrestrials. But they want to in- intentionally seed him information because they feel like they can make him crack and come out with this information if they feed it to him. But what's the point? Because just like it's just like internal accountability. You know, like like the point is, if you're this deep within the state, it doesn't matter if somebody tells you, you know, Jesus came back and he's in, next door there. Like you shouldn't, if you're that deep within the state, you shouldn't be go- telling anyone about this. Oh, what? So you think they're testing him? Yeah, like it's almost like a purity test within the within the apparatus of the state. To see if he comes up. But doesn't it cause them a massive amount of embarrassment? And like the investigation that's going to take place here is going to have well, a huge amount of money well, over years. Well, you, but you see, if it's orchestrated, then it, it will actually pay back in dividends. Because if they've orchestrated it and there's nothing there, he'll be humiliated. Humiliation. And nobody's ever coming forward ever again when the, when the real aliens do... Ah uh, yes, like they see an alien walking down the street with an ice cream. They're like, "I'm not telling anyone." Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, you know, it's between him and the ice cream man. <laughs> uh next one, Dennis. This one, this is it. Like, this is the the big, the big whopper. <laughs> you, sound, you sound a little sexual there, Roger. Right? <laughs> well, no, if anything, I'm I'm terrified. Okay. okay. Project Bluebeam. You've mentioned this. Yeah. Project Bluebeam. So Project Bluebeam is the idea that the US government has been planning since day one, since Roswell, pretty much, maybe even before Roswell, arguably, to long-term fake the existence of extraterrestrial beings. Fake the existence, fake disclosure, so that's fake coming forward with information about these, and then ultimately uh, faking an invasion or the threat of a potential invasion by UFOs, by aliens, by extraterrestrials in order to create a, like a single US-controlled world government and take control of the whole world. Okay, so a false flag event. Yeah. So then they can perpetrate this massive global government. Now, mm. obviously, a couple of problems. China would be one of the big ones. What do you mean? Well, like China would have to be in on it because the government can't, or the US government can't take over China. Like, well, they they just here's what they just threaten China. They just say, listen, you're either you're either with us or you're not. Yeah, but wouldn't that risk a massive? I don't. I just don't think China would be like the the pushovers. You know, they might seem like they are to us, but I think. I think if you're going in there to like the you know Xi Jinping, right? I think if you're going to him and you're saying, "Man, like there's aliens coming," I think he's going to be pretty receptive to what you have to say. <laughs> there's aliens coming, so they would they would say to him, "Here, look, join up with us for a while. We'll yeah. sort you out. We're going to be the bosses of this because we're the only people who can take care of it. But yes. afterwards, we'll give you back some power." And Emergency powers type thing, yeah. Okay, but all right, by that, that time sense. they've sucked away all the power of the state. All right, but obviously what's going to happen is that aliens 
we'll cotton on to this, real aliens, and then they'll come in, and that's going to be a clusterfuck. Well, this is what I wanted to bring up, the, the, to, to remove the pen from what you brought up earlier, is I've been reading about Project Bluebeam for so long. I've been ready for this disclosure for so long that if I saw an alien walking up the street, I actually might think it's a disinformation campaign. You wouldn't believe it? I think I might. I might be torn. How? Yeah, well, this is what we're going back to so earlier on, right? Finally, an actual pin that I remember. Yeah. So I think we live in a climate now where if aliens came down onto Earth, mm-hmm. there's a huge swath of the population that would just not believe that they're aliens. Yeah. And no, I, matter what, no matter what you would tell them. I think the people that would be m- most reluctant to believe it would be the people that have been following the UFO phenomenon for years. Why do you say that? Because I think that you would have all of this built-up knowledge and you'd go, that's not what greys are like. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's an excellent point. Yeah, because yeah. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't fit what they believe in from their um, research that they've been doing for, for years and years. Yeah, so like you know that they're always worried about the climate. You know, they're always worried about protecting us. And you see one smoking a fag and fucking throwing a can in some bushes. Yeah. So what would you say would be the, the thing that people would have to do to make you or any other unbelievers believe in it when the alien actually comes down and does a press conference? Like, what do you need? Do I you don't need, think like, I'd ever do, believe in it. Do you need him on an open-top bus coming through? Do you need him shaking hands with you? Like, what, what, what is it? I don't think I'd... I don't think I'd ever believe it. But there has to be something. Like, like would it be get a takeaway with him, sit down and watch, like, the Harry Potters on Netflix? Like, what is it? That, and all that stuff. That stuff is actually making me less... Believe it less. Why? If, if an my alien belief, made any effort, which yeah, is. yeah, my belief is tied to uh, is inversely proportional to uh, proximity. So the, so the closer the, the alien close, gets, the less, the less you believe, I believe it. it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's it. The closer it gets, the less I believe it. <laughs> All right. So if you saw an alien very, very far away, you'd believe it more. I, yeah, I would. Wait, but no, try and. Try and answer this, right? Like, yeah. what is... How I'm not joking either. I'm not joking. I'm I know you're not joking. Yeah. I know you're not joking. But how would you pre- How would you make people believe it? What I the think- hell would be the proof? Like, they wouldn't believe anything. They'd think... Do you see that thing during the week with... Um, oh, my God. Why can I not remember this guy's name? Very famous Irish actor, uh, Killian Killian Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Do you see that picture of, like, a supposed baseball player yes, that looked yes, like yes. his doppelganger? And then it came out that it was AI generated. Yeah. Right, no, like, when that came out first, everyone was responding to, wow, that's crazy. Like, you know, and I, I just, I read it as, as that's what it was. Like, and I said, that is crazy. Even yeah. though, I mean, it looked exactly like Killian Murphy. Yeah. So what will we do now to explain to people when the aliens come down? Because I think, like, around the, the kind of Mars attacks generation, like, you know, we would have just hopped on board and just been like, yeah, grand, aliens, totally believe it. No problem. I... Besides yourself, besides yourself, oh, let's say. But, okay. but what what do we do now to make people... Because it, it's going to be important. Like We're going to say, lads, there's aliens attacking us. Or there's aliens coming down. Like, we need... To, like, it's like someone's coming over. You know, like, mm. an important guest is coming over. We need to clean the place up. Like, we need to be on our best behavior. Whatever. How are we going to get people to believe it? I just... Um, I don't know. I think... I think you... I think to a certain extent, I think some people would just never, never believe it. They'd never be able to process it and believe it. Because they just me. say, they'd say, I know, but this is what I mean. Like, as in, we're fostering some of this stuff. As in, 
even if someone met an alien and like went to I don't know like a cricket match with him for a whole day like 12 hours right went to a cricket match with him afterwards he'd say there's a good chance that's just a guy in a suit that you'd well you see here's your problem and this is what I mean by the proximity thing the closer it gets if it's doing stuff like that if it's going to Costa that I'm not believing that that's nonsense if it's going in and getting like a frap a frap in Costa that's bullshit that's made up that's a that's a psyop. If it's a fleeting glimpse of a mothership as it comes in and out of orbit, that I'm believing. How big would the ship have to be for you to believe that it's not human technology? Uh, what would a huge ship do it? Like an Independence Day ship? I would say, yeah, I would say if you're getting, let's say if, if it's like the length of a bus, I'd think. A bigger than a bus, you'd yeah. do if you. Yeah. Double decker or just single? Double. Bung- bung- bungalow bus or. No, double no, double. Double. Okay. The, no, I think. Um, I I think it would be the sort of thing that. Do you know what? I've dreamed about UFOs a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and it scares the shit out of me seeing them. UAPs and UFOs, right? But there's. I have so much relief when I wake up and I don't have to reconcile whether or not what I saw was true anymore. It, like that that's true like that's a real feeling of, of relief when that happens to me and i think i think if you saw the things i saw in my dreams that would be enough for your reality to break and you just go i don't that that could not be human so you, the people are just refuse to believe it or else they'd go insane i think you'd either refuse to believe it or like your reality would just fracture or you would just have to admit yeah they're real that's it like mm. all right i think that does it for this episode does it uh there was one other theory before this theory is done no go on, go for it. <laughs> uh this was just that it's much more limited than what he than, than what it seems like on the face of it so he's heard all this stuff but really what he's hearing when they say extraterrestrial it means that we do potentially have proof of there being life not on this planet. So let's say it's like a bit of an asteroid that contains bacteria mm. from the other side of the universe. But it's not... It's I would not still like, be happy with that. I yeah. would still be happy with that. Yeah. Like, I, if, even, even if it was like a number played off an alien ship, I'd be like really happy with that. I think if they were really going to do disclosure, if they were really going to do it this way, I think that actually we'd start seeing a lot of that stuff like in the next few years to get us used to the idea of there's definitely life in the universe. Mm-hmm. you know and then then you get the big ships all right i think it does it for this week's episode not mm-hmm. to make it so boring for everyone i'm not going to do the same thing i do every time at the end of this episode but what i will say is we're about to pop into uh some bonus content a bonus episode called the den files on patreon if you sign up there we've got um, a good few patrons now that are loving the den files at the moment where i'm giving raj all the topical alien news that i research for days beforehand Oh yeah, um, it's a little bit, it's a little bit, it's a little bit raw in there. I think it's fair to very say, raw, very raw. Yeah, capable of saying anything in there. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, so we're gonna pop in there. As always, we're nine. I think we're nine reviews from the time of this recording away from hundred five star reviews on Spotify. As we please always get, are. Just <laughs> get your family. Just get your family to do it at this stage. Anyone, please get your family accounts, to do it. Do anything. Uh, we have some um, listener messages in and stuff as well, which we'll handle on the next recording. Um, or yeah, no, we'll do it on the next on the next recording. We yeah. got a huge message in from someone 
Um, so we're going to handle that on the next one. But um, other than that, just follow us on Instagram. Um, I'm Dennis on 3D, and over there is uh, at Roger O'Sullivan on Instagram. Oh no, at Roger O'Comedy on Instagram, and at Roger O'Sullivan on Twitter. And also um, get onto our YouTube channel as well because we're putting up clips from the podcast there and stuff and subscribe to us. Yeah, and I guess uh, on the back of that, all there is to say is uh, love you. Bye.